So I think a lot of people get really anxious and worried. I certainly do about the state of the world on a regular basis. And every year, every moment that you live through life, that you're going to experience something, some sort of big thing, whether it's personally within your own life, maybe it's divorce or, yeah, um, I don't know, whatever, right? Like some sort of major event or... Um, globally, you know, right now we're experiencing some really crazy events that we've seen. Um, I'm going for a walk, by the way, so it might get noisy and walking on some leaves. So, you know, like a possible um, larger war that's that's coming out of the Ukraine. Um, you know, we're in a, still very much in a pandemic. I hope that the waves sort of stop, but... Um, I don't think, you know, I'm not terribly optimistic about it. Um, there's lots of things that you can sort of think about, right? And there's every moment that if you go back every year, you're like, wait a minute, um, this happened that year, that happened that year. And they're really like negative events, right? Like not great. Um, however, uh, I think that we have this choice of viewing the world negatively and viewing all of its problems um, but we also have this sort of thing that we could choose and realize that all of those problems are many different opportunities to sort of see improvement, to make positive changes, to um, do things that actually are helpful. And um, it's not perfect, right? So fixing, we've got this thing called unintended consequences. So when you fix a problem, sometimes it creates more problems. And this is well-known. We sort of experience these things all the time. Um, however, we, we need to sort of realize that gradually over time, one would hope that we mitigate more and more problems. And if you sort of look at the grand scheme of things, um, you know, prosperity, for example, of, um, you know, how prosperous most people are in this world, it is phenomenal how prosperous most people are even in the you know poorest of countries um they're still more prosperous than they used to be right like there's there's lots to be very hopeful for um and not only prosperous but we have access to things that we just could not have access to before because we're not invented weren't created all of those kind of things so there's a, not only prosperity that you might see, but um, also opportunities that you can get access to that, um, or the potential for prosperity, which is a really big thing. And I'm not saying that people that live in, um, you know, some developing countries and stuff are not going to experience some hardships, many hardships. Um, however, we just have a tremendous amount of upside to look at. Um, and, and potential to sort of solve um, even the you know scientific so so sci the scientific method or scientific um, side of things right like the international panel of climate change for example they view a lot of negative things and they sort of have a very pessimistic view of this world and it's true right but they're identifying they're essentially just a um, warning system right that there's there's some problems that we have that we need to fix. Those problems are big. Um, can we fix them in, in a hurry? Probably not. However, they're problems to identify and to fix. Are we going to 
experience, you know, many different catastrophic outcomes from that, probably, however, um, there's still just a problem to fix. And we can do that as long as we have incentive to actually do that. Um, these incentives are have to be rather large um, to, to sort of change these things. However, you know, that there is that potential that's there. The other thing to think about, it's not only the warning system that we have, right? And we have to sort of remember that. But we have these institutions in the first place. Like that in of itself is a major breakthrough of um, human prosperity that we forget about. Like those established institutions like the United Nations in response to the Second World War, the, um, you know, the, the FDA in response to sham medicines, um, you know, the um, EPA um, in response to, you know, dangerous chemicals being put into the earth. We've got all sorts of these institutions that have been established, not only within the United States, but across the world. And those are wonderful innovations and wonderful things that didn't exist that are actually trying to do things that even a decade, two decades, three decades ago was not possible. Like, to give you a, um, you know, to, to, to sort of put this in perspective, um, the FDA didn't start tracking medical device adverse events until 1978. So it was like 1980, right? That's not that long ago. Um, I was born in 79. So, you know, like a lot of these changes are occurring. Now, we can argue, is it fast enough? Many times, probably not. Um, can we argue that the change is, is happening? Absolutely. Right? And we have to be very optimistic about that. Um, and once we have enough incentive, um, we have, it's not just about knowledge and and all of that, but also the incentive and how does that incentive occur? Um, you know, artificial incentives might not work that well, right? So, yeah, um, they may work in terms of the, you know, government setting up incentives, tax incentives and stuff. They do, that works. Um, but there's also the real economic changes that happen that are extremely powerful because they're persistent and we can't sort of come back, right? So, for example, you know, one of the responses to um, the Ukrainian-Russian war right now is that gas prices or oil prices are sky skyrocketing. Now, you could sort of say that that's hurting a lot of people, and it is, but at the same time, that creates a tremendous amount of incentive to change the structure that we have. Right? All of a sudden we realize, like, oop, <laughs> we need to change this. And that is a positive thing, right? Of figuring out, having more sources of energy, more, um, you know, ways to navigate some of these problems, more ways to conserve, all of those kind of things are very important um, that we would not think about. Most people, the average person, would not think about unless we had those particular problems. Because um, ultimately, we got to remember, people are self-serving, and they really, truly only think about themselves. Some people are really nice and altruistic, but the vast majority of the people are not. 
And we have to think about, like, how does this change? What's going to drive that change? And it's often going to be real economic um, change that actually matters in somebody's life. So um, there's lots of reason to be optimistic. And I think we have a lot of potential to go um, in this world with a lot of different things and many different changes. So I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily terribly pessimistic about the outcomes that we're going to experience from everything that we're, we're seeing right now. I know that there's not downplaying the consequences, the poverty, um, you know, the human suffering that's going to happen as a result of, you know, a war that's going on right now. Um, but I'm also optimistic about us as human beings and the potential of humans going forward. All right. So with that, give me a thumbs up. Take care and have a wonderful day. Bye.